everyone, and welcome to episode 62 of My Mom's Handy. That means we're seven away from episode 69. We are your hosts, I am Josh Fasson, and the woman next to me is getting either a Pfizer, Moderna, Sputnik, or Johnson & Johnson vaccine, COVID vaccine, tomorrow morning. This is My Mom's Handy. This will be my last episode. Um, it's uh, Pfizer, actually. Do, do they tell you? Yeah, she told me it was Pfizer. Okay. It's funny because everybody that I, well, except for your father, your father got Pfizer, but everybody else that I know that have gotten them have gotten the Moderna. So we'll see. I just heard on the radio, I had to run out and get a, pick up a prescription for my mom, and I heard on the radio this this gal called into this program, talked to this doctor, and she said she got her first Pfizer vaccine on the 31st of January, and she said I've I got you know a hot um, lo- a local reaction at the site where you know where the shot was given, and I it got hot and red, and then it broke out in like blisters, and, and I'm like, oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's like what I mean. I've heard things like that. You know, I've heard it gets. Well, what this what this doctor said was that it could be that she's actually allergic to um, ethanol glycine glyc propylene propylene ethanol propylene yeah, glycine like glycol that. ethanol. That's actually well, it's a it's a it's a chemical that's in like makeup and lotions and stuff like that. So it's not like it's not uncommon, but some people have allergies to it. So. Anyway, I don't want to do this. Fuck. Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard redness. I've heard soreness in the arm. I've heard, you know, I mean, I've heard, <clears throat> as, <clears throat> as I'm sure you have, there's different, you know, stories from different people who've gotten it that, you know, some people are just like, oh, yeah, my arm's sore for 24 hours. You know, I'm so starting like, to hear. I, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm starting to hear people who have gotten their first dose, or I'm sorry, who have gotten their second dose, who are coming back and who are very sick. For like twenty four to forty eight hours, um, but the yeah. doctors are saying that means the shot's working. So yeah, so if you don't get sick, the shot's not working. I, oh, no, what's... I think the saying is whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> That's the saying, I believe. Okay, that works really well. So I want to. Uh, so oh, do, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So no, I just um, yeah, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to get sick. I don't know. You know, our our friend Bonnie just had hers a week ago. Her second one. She didn't get sick. She said she had a sore arm for a day. So I don't know. So uh, I, I did want to like I've been trying to do episodes where we kind of get off the topic of COVID because it's just that's what's on the news. But I did want to take a moment or maybe not the whole episode, but I did want to kind of discuss the whole vaccine thing because you had talked about on previous episodes how you were very much not necessarily anti, like you were never like an anti-vaxxer, but that you just were not necessarily huge on, oh, I need to go get vaccinated. I need to get this vaccine. So, you know, I just wanted to kind of touch on it because guaranteed we probably have people listening who have similar feelings to that. Like, well, I don't know if I really want to get it. And, you know, so for you, what was it that changed? What was it that you were like, okay, I, you know, going from, I don't really think I need to do this right now to, okay, I can go on Tuesday, you know? Pressure pressure from my son. Okay, well, that's well, plus. Plus, you you hooked me up with somebody, and I don't know if we should mention the person's name, but um, in that sense, but um, 
Yeah, if I had to go, like, you know, sit at Dodger, you know, Dodger Stadium and wait for, like, you know, an hour to get into the parking lot, and then, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I, that's just not, I'm just not, that's not who I am. I won't do that. So, you know, when you bring it to my local pharmacy, I probably wouldn't do that either because I'd feel like, what if, you know, what if something happened to me where I needed medical attention? What's the pharmacy going to do? Stick me with an EpiPen and send me on my way? I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm not happy about doing it, to be honest. I just kind of feel like uh, a lot of people are getting them and they are people that I might hang out with and realizing that even though they're immune from it, um, they can still transmit it to me means that I still really couldn't hang out with them. Right. And even on top of that, I, you know, I, we still don't know, you know, how long does it last? Is it really 95%? You know, am I going to still get COVID? I, you know, I don't know. Well, so that, I mean, <clears throat> that's something interesting, right? And I, I don't, you know, I don't think that there was ever any information that came out that said the vaccine essentially. And, and this was something even in the beginning that I had talked about where there was nothing that came out that said, oh, the vaccine prevents you from getting COVID, right? Like, and I had even talked to my friend Peter about this, which was that that's not what the vaccine does. The vaccine actually makes it so that you don't get a severe case of COVID. You can still get it. You can still transmit it, but that it would be a more mild case. Now, in a perfect world, if everybody gets vaccinated or there's a certain amount of people that have had it or and or a certain amount of people who are um, just immune from, you know, they just their bodies are too strong so they can't get COVID. Then now what you're dealing with is three groups of people and you're not dealing with any severe, severe cases. Right. And, and I think that that's kind of what we're trying to get away from is having all these people wind up in the hospital, especially the people who are, you know, 65 and older who might have underlying health issues or whatever, you know, it's about saving lives and it's about making things or slowly starting to make things safer to get back out into the world, you know? See, but that, you know, but see, that's the whole thing is that, is it going to make it safer? Do we know that that's going to make it safer? I mean, I don't know that I'm going to feel totally safe after, I mean, I'm not, I won't, I mean, I'm not going to change what I'm doing now in my life. I might feel better about hanging out with what's his name or hanging out with people, but still, you know, it's like, again, it doesn't, you know, normally a vaccine prevents you from getting something, but this one doesn't do that. It, it works, I guess, builds your immune system, which is an, another weird thing. Cause I heard this doctor to just tonight tell this gal with an allergic reaction that she should get tested for antibodies, but it doesn't give you antibodies to it, does it? So, you know, that's something that's, that's interesting. <clears throat> I was reading an article actually this morning that talked about, um, that talked about antibodies. Well, it talked about antibodies, but it talked about people that had COVID and it talks about how if we should get um, vaccinated, right? Yes. And it was basically like, yes, as long as you don't have any symptoms at the time, right? It's probably safe to get vaccinated. The interesting part of it though was saying that they're kind of doing studies now because they think that people that have had COVID that have antibodies potentially might not need both shots. And some of the stuff that they were saying was that they had done studies on on people that had, had COVID, had been tested for antibodies, had antibodies. They've got, they got one of either the Pfizer or the Moderna. They got one dose, right? And then they went back and did antibody tests and the antibodies were almost higher 
you know, the immune the immune response and stuff was higher than those of the people that had gotten two doses, you know, two shots, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, you know, I. Yeah, I mean, I think that to go, I mean, it goes back to everything that we've I feel been, like we're all in the lab right now. We're the, we're the lab rats. Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes back to everything that we've talked about, about COVID since day one, pretty much. I mean, you can go back and listen to our first COVID episode, right? Which is, they don't know. And, and you know, I think it's going to be years till they do know. I mean, look, we joke all the time about in 10 years, you know, you have the daytime commercials for the, the cheap, you know, the cheap law firms that are like, did you take? Were you? Did you take? <laughs> really? Did you have the COVID? Did you have the Pfizer COVID twenty twenty vaccine in in twenty 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 one? If so, you're entitled to compensation. Call this number below at the law offices of J O S H at three. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Perfect. Uh, yeah, that could be where we are at some point. But see, now you've had the disease, and I'm getting the stupid vaccine. And to be honest with you, when they give it to the older people, it's really difficult to. Um, to get compensation for something like that when you're older because they they like give you a lifespan insurance companies do and they give you like a um, a productive lifespan as well so you know if you're over a certain age you're just not productive anymore you're not worth as much money in a lawsuit well and I don't like the fact that they you know because it's like an emergency you know the vaccines have been approved for like emergency use or whatever the drug right. companies are not liable until I think they said 2024 for anything that might happen, right? So that's a whole thing too is that, you know, some of the doctors and some of the people that I've talked to that have been vaccinated are like, look, all the vaccine is doing is essentially tricking the body into producing these, you know, an immune response if it was to Super get Super antibodies. You know, so they're like, it's totally fine. It's totally mm-hmm. safe, right? And it's not even that it's like, they came up with some like new vaccine. My understanding was they took a vaccine that they'd had or that they'd been working on and they like tweaked it to make it work for this, right? With the, with the spike proteins or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, it could be years until we figure out if this thing's safe. And look, and I think you bring up a good point, which is even this, the same point of the antibodies is that no one really quite knows how long this is all good for, right? How you get vaccinated tomorrow, do you, and then you get your second dose in whatever, three weeks or whatever, do you have to go back next year? in February and do it again? I don't know. And on top of that, I was told that this may not, uh, this vaccine may not be good against the South African strain, which means that there could be a booster somewhere in the future. So I don't know. I, you know, I just, like I said, I don't even want to fucking do it. I really don't. I can't even decide which arm do I want to do it in? You know, I'm right-handed. Do I want a sore right arm? I kind of sleep on my left side, but also have some pain in my left side. If I were to have a heart attack, that's where I would feel the pain. Do I want it on my left side? Maybe better to have it on my right side. I don't know how to get to the place where I'm going. <laughs> it's a very stressful situation for somebody my age. I would do right arm. <clears throat> yeah. Because you're right. Like if if your left arm is sore or whatever, and you're just like, oh my God, it could be a heart attack. And then that's, and you're like, no, no, it's just the vaccine. And then you actually do have a heart attack. Bad news bears, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But having said that, I mean, I don't know how sore your arm gets. Anyway, whatever. Uh, You know, it it is what it is. I have to go. You're going to help me do my GPS tomorrow. I hate going places where I haven't ever been before. Why? Uh, I I just don't like it. I don't like, you know, I don't, I'm not familiar with the roads. I'm not familiar with the area. 
you know, I was told that this address that we have is one, one, it's one building east of where I have to go. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't even know where I'm going to be. How am I going to know which is east and west? I don't know. I mean, look, anyway, you're honestly going to, you want to drive mommy? <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, I, I wouldn't even, I would totally do it. I just, I have a lot of shit that needs to get taken care of tomorrow. And on top of that, I'm running dangerously low on groceries. So yeah. I had like a well, moment the other day where like I've started, I'm trying to like use what I have to eat, you know? Yes. Um, so the other day I, I, Opened the freezer and I was like, you know, I, I knew it was going to make lunch. And I was like, all right. I was like, what, what, what do I got here? You know, and I was like, all right, I got a half bag of Chris cut fries. All right. I like, I like a good Chris cut fry, you know? So I put those on the pan, but like, you can't just have fries. That's not lunch, you know? So I put those in the oven, open the pantry. I'm like, oh my God, I got olives. Oh, chili. <laughs> I got chili. Okay. Chili. Do I got, do I got some Colby Jack vegan cheese in the, in the fridge? Sure do. Boom, chili cheese fries. Now, I uh, felt like I was go. like 14 or 16 and like, you know, I just got super high and I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Snack, you know. You, did, you didn't do that when you were 14. No, I know, but that's what I'd imagine it would have been like. Oh, okay. Um, you're going to give me a bad name because you're my drug-free child. I am. I am. So, I mean, to you know, I mean, you've talked about it a little bit, but like, you know, the real feelings. How do you feel about everything with the vaccine? I mean, you said you don't want to go. I mean, is that true? Like, are you kind of like, yeah, I don't, if you could yeah, wake up in the morning and be like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to bail on this. Like, would you? Well, no, but I did text our, our contact tonight. And I said, um, I don't know. Should we say her name? Uh, I, mean, I don't think it really matters. Cause I don't know. Maybe just we'll, we'll talk about her on next episode. You you ask her tomorrow, and then if so, we'll talk about her on next. Uh, yeah. Well, because I texted her tonight, and I said I just heard on the news that you know they're having shortage of supplies, you know, for second shots, and uh, I just want to make sure if I get the first one that I'm going to be able to get the second one. Do you you know do you set them aside or you know how does that work? And she said, "Don't worry, I have you covered." There you go. And then and then she said she wanted a photo op with um, my mom, Sandy. She's a fan. You gotta, you gotta sign. You gotta I, sign something for her. I, I felt like saying, no, you don't. <laughs> you can sign you don't want to photo up with can, old can, my mom, Sandy. Sign her a little, sign her a little, uh, little thing. You know. Really. Say thanks two, for the two, Thanks for the shot. Yeah, two so and so. Thanks for the shot. There you go. Now, ouch, ouch, <laughs> my mom, Sandy. What it's a my neighbor Nancy calls it the uh, the Fauci ouchy. That she the would. Vaccine. Yeah, the she vouch, would. Vouchy, yeah. Vouchy. She, I don't think she made it up. I think she heard it somewhere else. But yeah, that's what she called it. Now, let me ask you this question about the vaccine. If it works, let's just say that it's all on the up and up, right? And everything's fine. And you go, you get your first dose, you get your second dose in three weeks or whatever. And you're fine, right? Maybe you get a little sick. Maybe your arm's a little sore. But all in all, you're you're okay, right? Do you feel better about going, I mean, even though, yes, like we're all going to still be in masks. No. I, su- I suspect that we're going to be in masks for quite a while, but you don't, do you don't feel any better about going to say the no, grocery but, store or seeing like Nancy really. neighbor or seeing what's his name or. Well, seeing my, seeing my friends. Yes. I would feel better about that. But what's his name is not signed up for a vaccine at this point. And I'm not saying about them per se. I'm asking about you. Like, but do, like going do, out to going out to a mall or a store. I mean, I don't know. 
You know, I, I did speak with my friend Maxine a few days ago, and um, she's had her first Moderna, and she's waiting to get her second one, and she's anxious to actually see her children and her grandkids, and yeah. that will enable her to be able to do that. So that's really good for her. But I don't know that she's going to be out shopping in the malls and shit like that either. Because, look, you know, we've already got, you know, the UK strain and the Brazilian strain. and Well, the, supposedly the vaccines, are, the vaccines are supposed to be good against the UK. There was, there was a couple of variants that, that they Brazil, think it's okay. But I, don't, yeah, but I, I think don't the South America the, one could be iffy. No, South um, African. But I mean, oh, South, South African. African. What did I say? South yeah. America? Yeah. South African. But then, you know, like I read a, I read a thing today about, you know, reinf- you know, it's still it talks about reinfection for people that had had COVID. Right. And it's still like all these articles are still like we think reinfection, although it's happening, we think it's a very low chance that you are going to get reinfected. Right. And that like that potentially, yes, there's these other strains and maybe that. But they were like, we still just feel like it's really it's going to be really hard for that to happen you know and and it's happening like people are getting it for a second time right then there was a report that talked about people who are getting it for a second time they think those are the people who might actually end up getting it for a second time and and winding up asymptomatic and because it's like it's like you know less symptoms the second time around you know but but i think the wild card is that you have these different variants you know um Look, I went to a restaurant. I went out to, out to eat on Saturday night. There's this new vegan Italian restaurant that opened in Redondo. They have a location in West Hollywood. And there's all this like – the location in West Hollywood is supposed to be incredible. It's, everyone's just like, oh, my God, it's, it's amazing. And I'll say like we got – so we had, show, we had a 730 reservation. We go. They were like – we got there like 725 and the hostess guy and the manager was just like, oh, it's going to probably be like another 15 minutes. And it's like, all right, I guess, fine, you know, whatever. But we're like outside waiting for a table. And there's like a guy who like keeps walking up to the, like, I guess he'd ordered food to go and he keeps walking up to like the stand. No mask on. I mean, not even like, it wasn't like he had, like he was holding, like, no mask, right? And I'm just like, what is going on? You know, like, if 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 I was if I was that well, why do, I mean don't they have a sign that says they require masks? At I don't the know. I th- you know it's it's because he's on a on a on a sidewalk, you know. And I think there was another woman there who was like they had brought her a glass of wine because she was waiting for a table, and she's like, "Well, I'll have a glass of wine," and I don't think she had a mask on. And then we go in, then we finally get sat. Is it outdoor dining? Is outdoor dining? Yeah. Yeah. We finally get sat and like. You mean There's seated? <laughs> Satted? Seated. Shatted. Seated. Shatted. Did, did I get no, shat? That, was, that, would be, that would be after after you eat, but go ahead. Um, we got seated. Is it seated or sat? It's seated. You got seated. Okay, we got satted. <laughs> we got sandied. They took us and they sandied us. There you go. Um, And, I mean, the, the tables were, like, fucking close. I mean, maybe it was... You know, maybe it was six feet, but fuck, it didn't feel like it. And like we had a table of five next to us, like a family of five. Yeah. And it was, you know, set up where it was like four, like two and two. And then the fifth person like was a kid who was sitting at the head of the table. And then like somebody who I, I'm assuming had some affiliation with the restaurant, like he kept coming over and like talking to them. No mask. Like, no one had masks. And I was like, this is insane. You know, because it just felt oh, wait, like, like the employees and stuff. Didn't have no, no, masks? no. They had them. But I'm saying everybody sitting at the table was like, we had our mask on. And then like, well, 
Yeah, I mean, don't you take the mask off when you're going to eat? Well, right, but, but like keep it on until this place then felt. It just felt a little, little like I felt a little claustrophobic. Like I was like, like you felt like you were in Florida. I don't know what that's like, but I was like. Well, like, they don't wear masks. They don't, they don't my, well, so like my thing about it was I think I had a little bit of like, okay, because I had had COVID, I was like, I, I'm okay. I'm a little more calm about this. But like we had these like appetizers that came that, by the way, we ordered appetizers. They got literally delivered to the table behind us and like sat on the table who and like they had just that table had sat down maybe five minutes prior and they were yeah. like, oh, yeah, we we didn't order these. You know, and then we were kind of like looking like, okay, they're not gonna. There's no way they, they didn't just no, pick they these up and that. then put them to our. You know, no, get so, out. No, no, they didn't, and they so they took them away. But anyway, then they brought. They our, took them away and put them in a different plate, heated them in the microwave. Exactly. Then brought them back out. and then brought them back. At least they killed the COVID in the microwave. But it was that thing where that's yeah, creepy. Like we had like a like a mozzarella stick, right? And I remember like taking a bite of the mozzarella stick, and then like chewing. And as I was chewing, I would like put my mask back up. You know, seriously? Yeah, because it just—it—that's how it felt. Like it felt very, um, it just felt very close. It just felt everybody was very close. You know, you're having you're having COVID anxiety. Yeah, but I think that that's I think that's going to be a thing, and I think <clears throat> that that's going to be a thing, and that's why I was asking you about like the vaccine situation, where you know, do you feel? Because no, there was I a, don't. No, I don't feel like that. I I don't feel like I'm going to be safe. To be honest, I don't. I you know, I it's I mean I. You know, like I've got some stuff I have to return to Target from Christmas and I've got something to return to Macy's. And like when I talked to Maxine about I told her, I said, you know, I have those. She goes, wait till after you get your vaccinations before you do that. You know, so maybe I'll feel a little bit better about doing that. But again, I'm not going to go to a mall. I'm not going to go out to eat. Um, I'm you know, I'm just not. I, I mean, that's just not I mean, I, you know, hey. Mainstream media, you did your job. You made us all fearful. We're all a bunch of quivering idiots now, kowtowing to the political almighty who want to rule our lives. There was a and good destroy our lives. Speaking of, of the media, and I, I need to. I have a funny story about a dressing room, so just remind me dress to say dressing room after this. But there was, you know, there was this. Um, so you know, I don't know if you've been keeping up, but cases. Uh, in LA County and in California are way down. Like they're way fucking down. Right. Yes. And hospital and uh, hospitals, hospitals are, yeah. are getting better, you know? Um, Makes and, me want to know, not go get vaccinated. Well, no. And, and if, so if you look at the, you know, if you go and you, you type in, you know, LA County COVID cases or California COVID cases, it shows you the graph, the chart. Right. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's, it went up, right. It's spiked. But now, like it's drastically falling. Like it's not like a slow rate. Like it's go, it's falling quick, and um, you know, you you just kind of like, oh fuck, maybe this is it. Like maybe there's like a little bit of relief, you know, heading into like the spring. But it's so funny because there's this fucking you go on like you know I always check Apple News like a couple times a day, to, and it's different a bunch of different news sources. But you know, there's at least two or three different news sources that the headlines were, you know, as cases in California drop. Uh, experts urge we are still in the eye of the storm and it's like why do you got to say that you know well it's or, like it's like biden said you know the darkest days are ahead of us great 
terrific. Thank you. There was like another <laughs> now one that was like. I feel like, really hopeless. I mean, how many people? Could you imagine if you had a market on antidepressants? I mean, seriously, I'm thinking that maybe I need one because, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just tough. It's tough being doing this. You know, we've been doing this for like a year almost. Yeah, almost a year. There was like another one that was like, what did it say? It said something like, uh, like COVID cases in California falling, next surge approaching. You know, like well, it's going to be the Super Bowl surge. Remember? I mean, we were all out partying and everything. I just wish, yeah, like L.A. Times, UK variant of the coronavirus spreads in California, sparking new concerns. I know. So I, I know. Hats off to them. They've done, like I said, they've done their job. They've, you know, them and all the politicians that have closed everything down in all the cities across the country, they've done their job. They've made us obedient idiots that just, you know, we're just fearful of everything now. And, you know, I don't. To be honest, I don't like living this way. I I heard Fauci say tonight something about, you know, like seven years or something. It's like, you know what? Fuck you, Fauci. Here, it says New York Post, Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine should ward off the South African strain. Study shows. Um, well, well, I'm see. sorry. What did uh, say that again? Fuck what did, you. I said, fuck you, Fauci. No, no. What did, what, what, did you, what did he say? What did Fauci say? It could be like seven more years before we can like get back to normal, like where we don't have to wear masks and shit or we don't have to limit what we're doing because now I, you know, I don't know if this is true, but, um, when I spoke to my friend Maxine, she had seen a show called frontline on, um, PBS and it was something about, I'm trying trying to think if I can remember the name of the show. Um, Chinese COVID secrets, something like that. And what she said that they said was that um, there's a guy, I guess, who's wrote a book. She didn't know the guy's name, but I'm sure you could Google it if you choose to use Google or you could duck, duck, go it. Um, Anyway, what was said in this thing is that normally what viruses do is they as they run their course, they get weaker and weaker and weaker. But somehow this virus is not doing that. This virus is getting stronger. Although it may be that what's actually getting stronger is the transmiss the transmissibility of it, but not the uh, you know not the death rate. That, that, yeah, because that's because so that's what I was going to say was that there's. You know, the statistic that you hear where it's basically like every virus mutates, right? That's nothing out of the blue, right? I mean, they talk right. about that. Like, that's a typical thing is that, you know, viruses will change and they'll mutate. And um, and to my knowledge, there hasn't, you know, I mean, other than like Boris Johnson coming out a few weeks ago and saying that he thought that, you know, the UK variant was 30 to 40% more deadly. But I think what they keep saying is that they don't know if it's necessary. Is that, an, is it, wait, is that his medical opinion? That was his, yeah, Dr. Boris Johnson. Thank you, Dr. Um, Boris Johnson. <clears throat> That they don't know if it's necessarily getting any deadlier, or deadlier, right? Yeah. But that it's potentially it's more contagious. It's transmit. It's more transmittable, right? That's where you should wear two, three, four, five masks, um, <laughs> goggles. You just put like a sanitary napkin over your mouth and your face. I mean, now we're talking about the thickness of you know. I, I'm sorry. I I have I have a hard time breathing in one mask. I've been I wearing swear, two. I, I've been wearing two. Because we just opened, you know, salons just were allowed to open. So we, I went back to work last week, and um, I wear two at work. 
you know, for eight to ten are you, hours. Are you wearing are you wearing the paper ones or are you wearing the cloth ones? Well, I what I did was I was doing I I would do like a disposable, like a medical mask. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A cloth one on top of that, a disposable on top of that, and then uh, four <laughs> pieces of duct tape over that, and then a scotch tape X over that. Put a fucking bag with, over your and head. And then I would put blue painter's tape eyeball. all the way around my head, a piece of aluminum foil, uh, saran wrap down from my nose to my chin, and then a piece of uh, parchment paper that I would use, okay. again, the, the the duct tape to go around. Okay, and, and my question to you is, did you feel safe? Fauci's like, you could have used one more layer of parchment paper. <laughs> or some goggles. Oh, I was, I was wearing my haircutting goggles. Oh, okay, good. Um, no, I mean, you know, <laughs> I... So hair doesn't fly into your eye while you're cutting it. I, I think, yes. Because Edward scissor hands because you're so quick with a scissor. I just don't... Flies I just, all over the place. <laughs> just like, God, we're just we're ingesting COVID hair. Um, I mean, I just... I have to imagine that as... One of my clients that he, who's a doctor said something very interesting in the very, very beginning of this. And, he, and his, his comment was... What we hope, excuse me, I just like burp. What we hope is that COVID gets to a point where it mutates out of humans, right? And that's like even the goal in the vaccine is that when the host becomes. I bet we could do that in a lab, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, when the host becomes non, you know, not uh, good for the, for the virus, the virus is like, oh, fuck, we don't want to, we don't want to go into the host anymore, you know? Yeah. Let's go to the cats and the dogs now. Um. So he said he thought that that, that that was a possibility that it could eventually mutate out of humans, right? So you know, again, I don't know what we're seeing right now, right? I don't know what's causing this this uh, giant, you know, decrease in cases in California. And I haven't looked at the rest of the U.S., but I mean, essentially, you know, you commented on it today. There's tons of people out. There's tons of people doing stuff. Oh, right? no, traffic was horrible. So it's not like. I don't think that we can fairly say, at least in Los Angeles County, and I'll, I'll actually, I'll say it, I'll make the statement. We're not doing, we haven't changed anything. I, I, and I almost want to say there's more people out, there's more people going shopping, there's more people doing things than in any other time during this pandemic, you know? Well, how, what, aren't we, aren't we completely open? I mean, not like 100% yeah, but capacity. I mean, yeah, but... I mean, everything's like, but I'm just saying, I, I mean, as over the last few months, I mean, we around the holidays and stuff, like, although you couldn't go out and get a haircut and a, and a, and a manicure, a pedicure, manicure manicure pedicure you can could, you do that now i believe so i believe nail salons yeah. are, are open but yeah. there were still people out shopping there's still people doing things you know right. so again you just you ha- kind of have to look at it and go well, what's causing the decrease my whole point in all this is that it would just be nice if there was like a little bit of fucking hope right like media give us a little hope right have a, have a headline that's like California cases decrease. Phew. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wipe the sweat from your brow. What a relief, you know? really. What a relief. Our cases um, are down. I know. See, that's the thing. Is that, and, and I have to say, it's not just the media, but it's also, you know, our uh, Gavin Newsom always, you know, we have a long way to go. I can't stand the way the guy talks. It's like, say the whole sentence. Let it flow. He has to like, you know, like enunciate every word. Garcetti is the same way, you know, doom and gloom. Everything's doom and gloom. But oh, I, we're, th- I think know, that we're they totally fucked. But I think that they do that shit as, as to not make it seem like they're constantly moving the goalposts back and forth of being like, hey, everyone, 
no, 100%, right? But like, I think it's that thing, instead of being like, okay, hey, everything's great, look at how great we are, and then two weeks from now, it's like, hey, so we're fucked, right? Um, no, you guys were bad. You were bad boys and girls. But I think so that there's now, a I think now that you're going into lockdown again. It's called timeout. But I think that there's a way to do it, uh, to uh, and even with Newsom with the whole the English laundry thing, right? And I've been saying this for a while. I, I wish it's French laundry. Oh, French. Oh, is it French laundry? What did I say? English laundry. Yeah. English laundry yeah. was a was a. You got a COVID mind. Clo- was a, I do. It was a clothing company. Um, the so when he was eating at the Polynesian laundry, it was. Um, <laughs> Wait, French? French laundry. Um, French laundry. French Polynesia. I wish that he would have come out and just been human, right? Just been a human being and been like, hey, I messed up. This is hard for me, right? Like, I understand. He did, he did do that. Yeah, but it was just like so fucking polit- – like it was like typical politician talk. I know. See, know? That's, but that's what but you have. Saying, I'm that's like, who, like, he, come that's out, who right, he is. But, but I'm saying come out and just be like – be normal, be a human being and just be like, look, this is fucking hard. And I wanted to see my friends. And like, this was not the right thing to do. And you my know, my friends, I, the lobbyists. Yeah. I had a, <laughs> I heard they had like a, in the thousands of dollars of bar bill that night. Oh, I'm sure a hundred percent. But then to go like, back, how do you drink that much alcohol? Well, like 16 people or something. I mean, it's pretty, I'm sure drinks were like it. fucking 25 bucks a pop. So you have four, it's a hundred bucks, like adds up quick. But I I just think that um, it would be nice through this whole thing. We've heard so much of how um, miserable the world is, right? That's all we hear is, you know, COVID's here. COVID, COVID, COVID's here to stay. COVID's going to be around forever. Good luck, you know. Oh, wear seventeen masks. Maybe you're protected. We don't think so, you know. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna get on a on a on a plane. Well, you better get a hazmat suit. You better get tested before, after on the plane. Oh, you don't like you don't like anal swabbing. Too bad. That's the new way we're testing you. <laughs> That's you know? the new way we're doing it. Like I just <laughs> and wish we have mass testing sites for anal. Swabbing. Yeah, I just wish that it was like a little bit of, again, just a little bit of like, hey, here's a, a ray li- of hope. Ray of hope. A ray, little yeah. little ray of sunshine. A, a a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You know. There you go. Um, I was actually. Yeah, I, I don't know, Josh. I, I don't. I don't think. Again, I. You know, I think that. I. I think that part of the reason that they try to make us so fearful is because if we're fear, fearful, we won't question their decisions, <clears throat> whether they're based on science or not. I mean, we know for a fact that closing the restaurant, outdoor eating, back in November was, you know, was based on nothing. I don't know what it was based on. Somebody's whim. Oh, I think I woke up this morning. I think I want to close down some outdoor eating areas. Ah, yeah. Wham. You guys are closed. Um, but, you know. See, I think by them making us fearful and making that, you know, I think it almost makes people question it more because people are like, well, clearly it can't be this bad. Right. Or, or clearly there's yes, got to be. Yeah, but, yeah, but see, but here's the thing is that that's in your mind that's what you're saying you know logic says can't be that bad right but the problem is is that it's so deep-seated that fear now that when you go to that restaurant and the tables aren't six feet apart or people aren't wearing masks you're fearful that's the problem yeah i mean so, i think but I, so I th- then what do you do that you don't go out you don't you know you don't go out to eat you don't socialize you become a hermit. You become depressed. You become suicidal. I mean, you know, 
This is, again, this is not good. And but I can't see, believe we've had our fucking kids out of school for a whole fucking year. Well, and that's, yeah, I mean, that's a whole other thing is we're trying to figure out how to put the kids back in school and all the teachers are like, hey, we want to get vaccinated if that's going to happen. And they're like, well, no. And it's like, wait, what? You know? Um, well, this, the CDC has said that the <clears throat> teachers do not need to be vaccinated. And that wasn't your friend, uh, Peter, offered a vaccine? He wasn't offered one. They were talking. He was saying that he thought that it was coming in like the next wave, right? That they were going to they were going to open up vaccines to um, to teachers at some point. Right. Soon. Right. Sooner than hairstylists. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Well, what here's what I heard tonight is this the gal, this doctor that I was listening to on the radio said that basically why the CDC says it's not necessary for teachers to be vaccinated is that the, the average age of teachers in, in the United States is like 42 years old. And they don't feel that that's, you know, a deadly age. It's not, a, it's not an age where you can't deal with it. Now, if you had some type of underlying conditions, then that would be a different story. But I think it's I, don't, I, think it's, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't vaccinate the teachers. But what about the teachers that don't want to be, get vaccinated? Right. I just why. I think it's kind of fucked up to, you know, be the scientists that are going, well, here the average age of teachers is forty two, so we don't got to vaccinate them. It's like, wait, what? Like, why is that your call to make when you've been telling us for the last fucking eleven months how absolutely deadly and horrifying this thing is? Not yeah, to mention that the age group of the people who are getting it right now is between eighteen and, and forty or something. Like that's like the most cases that are popping up. So, you know, yeah, but, what but what they're saying is that in, there's a they they have not found a lot of transmission in school settings, whether it be from child to child or child to teacher. I mean, my brother, you know, he was substitute teaching from September, well, September through November. He, you know, he says the kids come, they take temperatures, they, you know, their desks are separated. Um, somebody told me that they have, I guess my, I guess my Maxine told me that her grandkids have, they have like plastic, you know, guard things, three, you know, three sides, like at the grocery store, you have the plexiglass at the desk, at every desk. So, you know, school districts, you should put these kids in these, in the giant hamster balls and just let them, you know, let them wheel themselves into school. Wheel yourself in. So, you know, I mean, I think there's safe ways of doing it. And again, I, I, I don't see any reason why teachers shouldn't be vaccinated. Um, but having said that, um, again, what do you do with a teacher who doesn't want a vaccine? I mean, look, I... For whatever reason. I you know? had talked to... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't... I'm not going to use the name. Uh, but I talked to someone I know who was a teacher and... Uh, they were saying they, you know, they, they, I, cause I'd asked, I was like, well, what happens if they make you do it? Like if they make you get vaccinated, like we get to a point where, cause I have a strange suspicion that we're going to get to that point, right? Where if you want to do X, you have to be vaccinated, you know? Well, somebody in Congress actually suggested a Republican suggested that, that, uh, we get a, a $1,400 stimulus check after we get a vaccine, a vaccine. It's like, wait, that's not quite fair, but. There you go. There's your, there's your carrot, and your mm-hmm. stick. So, um, but but what he what my friend was saying was that he figured that what will probably end up happening is that when these teachers renew contracts, it'll be in the contract because of the yeah. fact that like, you know, I think to be a teacher like, or to be a student to go to school, like 
you have to have your fucking, you know, your your smallpox. Like, you had to have the vaccines, right? Which, by the way, remember the good days when I was going to mention this. Remember the good days when you could go to the doctor, like the doctor would be like, hey, so you need to get your smallpox vaccine, like as a child. And it was like, okay. And it was like, oh, because smallpox, the vaccine makes it so you don't get smallpox. And like, you didn't have the question, like, you didn't have to be like, was well, this... Is this vaccine going to kill me secretly? You know, like well, first of all, you you never had a smallpox vaccine. I had one. Well, but you know my, what I'm saying. My generation had them. You didn't get them because smallpox was eliminated pretty much. So, I mean, in the United States anyway. But there are some vaccines like you didn't get the whole whooping cough vaccine. That's a whole story in itself. So, I mean, and that's that kind of is my was the beginning of my anti-vaccine thing when I saw what they had done to it's called DPT, diphtheria, tetanus and whooping cough. And you get one at three months, six months, nine months and a booster at two years. So you had bad reactions to him. You'd go in for a, a baby checkup and everything was fine and we'd get the shot and we'd go home and, and within 24 hours you had a horrible ear infection and, you know, redness at the site and <clears throat> I didn't like it and I had read this book and you know it turns out that the pertussis part of that vaccine which takes care of whooping cough was a live cell vaccine and it hadn't been changed in 30 years and because it's a live cell vaccine it can create you know horrible side effects deaths and you know so it, it was like a big thing I read this big book on it I talked to my dad about it um, so we I think you maybe had two of the DPT shots and then we just got you the, the diphtheria and the tetanus. So, and Samantha, I don't know that she got any of the DPTs because she had leukemia and you can't have a live cell vaccine when you have cancer and are going through chemotherapy. So, um, anyway, that's kind of where my, my hatred of vaccines started. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, not, I don't, not a hatred, but I, just a questioning of vaccines. I mean, you know, just because they say, you know, the doctors, <laughs> here's what they all, the doctors always say, the, the, the benefit outweighs the risk. But okay, so the benefit outweighs the risk for society as a whole. But if it's my child that, di- that dies from sudden infant death syndrome, or whatever, after a vaccine, that, that, benefit doesn't outweigh that risk for me that's my child you know so that's kind of you know that's you know i I don't like that standard oh the benefit outweighs the risk you know okay that's just you know to me that like i said that's bullshit in general that's true but again if it's your child it's a totally different story because you don't want anything to happen to your child so anyway this is did we digress yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just I feel like I feel like vaccines are important. I feel like it's important to, you know, to you know, for especially for children, you know, I mean, we can't have a second coming of, you know, uh, measles measles, we can't have a second coming of smallpox, you know, we can't <clears throat> we can't go back down that shit. Um and I think that COVID is a is a perfect example is what do you do when you have something like this, right? What do you do? Well, when, and they, ha- they have not tested the COVID on kids, the vaccine. No, I know. Well, I think they were actually starting to do trials. I think that. they're starting to. Yeah. But I, but see, I'm going to tell you right now, if you were my child of school age and you were required to get a vaccine before you went to school, I may choose not to send you to school. I mean, I, that, seriously, 
because of the fact that they haven't tested it on children. Well, like I said, I think that that this is going to be, you know, I don't know how you try to crush a this new virus, this new pandemic um, without a vaccine. Right. I think that also, I mean, look, it would be really great if we could get to a point where people get covid. Right. But it's like, oh, I have covid. I'm going to call my doctor. He's like, great. Fantastic. You have covid. I'm going to write your prescription for this. Take these. If you you know start to get any worse, you know, come, go to the hospital. Right. You go to the hospital because it's getting worse. And the hospital's like, oh, cool. Don't even worry. We got you. And now maybe you're losing, you know, one out of every 500 people that end up getting covid. Right. And maybe that's because there's an underlying uh, issue or condition. But we have to get it to where. First off, we have to get these numbers down, right? Which is happening, which is great. But you know, there's an eye of the storm. Like, um, <laughs> and we, it's great, but it's not good enough, right? It's not going to last forever. I, I laugh at you know how fucking don't get too happy now. How everyone thought this was so bad in March. You know, we had like we had like a hundred cases in California, and people were like, "Oh my god, shut the fucking st- the thing down. We can't do it anymore." You know? I know. I mean, I tell you, I mean, I you know, I think about like. You know, places like New Zealand where they have like no cases, but what do they do? They they continue to do this forever and ever and ever. Well, that's you know that's a good point, right? Is that at some point travel tra- travel has to open back up at some point. It so wait, ha- are we? We're not allowing anybody to fly in from Europe and stuff, are we? I don't think so. I think that that was still okay. You know, you know though that we're letting um, we're letting illegals come in from the southern border, and we're not testing them for COVID. We're just releasing them into the general public. Does that that, that yeah? I haven't I haven't seen. I mean, I I would need to do more more research on that. But um, if it's if it's true, it really frightens me that you you can't fly in here from Europe, but you can come across the border illegally. And again, you're coming from South America. You're coming from Mexico, where the COVID has been you know crazy bad. You know, there may be new strains that are coming up. I mean, uh, seriously. I mean, look, I like I said, had I, and I've mentioned this several times, if I was in charge, I would have shut it all down. You live in the United States, you ain't living in the United States. You're not going to well, fucking, you're not well, going who, to okay, Mexico. So, who, you're so not, who does, but who does, I mean, the airlines haven't ceased operations. So somebody's flying into the U.S. Is it just U.S. citizens? So I don't know. Again, I mean, I, I haven't been, I haven't been keeping up. You know, I've been kind of looking at just numbers in general. I haven't been keeping up with what's going on with with uh, tra- air travel and stuff. But, you know, I know that if this was me, right, if I was in charge, that this would have been shut down a long time ago. And it would have been shut down. It would have been like, look, I'm sorry. You know, you and, and it's not. No, but see, but but see, here's not. So, but then there's the question again, just like with New Zealand. Shut it down. Shut it down forever. You're never going to allow anybody from well, Europe that's, or so any other country. Well, that's the problem. Country. That's the problem. That's the exact problem. Yeah. And, I mean, you, gotta, and you have to figure out, you know, when it becomes okay to say, okay, I, when it becomes okay to say, okay, hey, okay, um, that you you could get on a, you know, hey, you can get on your plane and you can, and you can fly to New Zealand, 
right? And that's, I think, a call that like New Zealand has to make, right? This, that's a call that. Well, you you can do that now, but you've got to come up with three grand to quarantine, and apparently that's what they're doing in Australia as well. You quarantine in a hotel for fourteen days. You do not leave your hotel room. Like I was talking to you someone. Don't, you I don't was, have a balcony. Was, you you may not even have a fucking window. I don't know. Inside inside cabin on a cruise ship. You yeah, know? I was talking to someone about this the other day where we were talking about. Uh, what it would like, you know, the, the, the idea of going to Hawaii, right. And not that, not that we were going to go, but it would like, just ex- like kind of like speaking about that idea out loud. Right. And I think the thing that we kept coming back to was what if you go to Hawaii, you test negative to get on the plane. Right. And let's just say there's one person on the plane that was like a, like a Josh, right. Who tested negative but ended up, you know, having COVID, right? And now it exposes people on the plane, right? So now you get to Hawaii and your first day in Hawaii is incredible. Maybe your second day is great. And your third day, <laughs> you get you, you, get, sick. you get sick. And now you're really yeah. fucking sick, right? I mean, like, you know, your fever, your fucking headache, your aches, your chills. So now not only are you not enjoying Hawaii, which is fine, but like how you can't get home. How do you go home? How do you get home? You can't, you can't get on a plane. There's no way they're going to let you on a fucking plane. So now yeah, you're stuck, and, and now well, not only are you so, stuck, but now but when you leave Hawaii, are they checking temperatures there as well? I would imagine. I mean, well, I would imagine that. I mean, my my understanding was that you had to 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 fly to even fly like you have to show. I mean, you have to show a negative test. So, no, oh, but you were saying people were falsifying. Oh, yeah, they're, 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 they're changing okay, the dates well, on their tests. And, yes, but. But what I'm saying though is that now you're stuck in Hawaii and you're stuck in a hotel, which means now you have to like now you got to get the hotel for what another another nine days. How are you getting <laughs> really? food? You're just room service. So now you go bankrupt because you spend nine, you spend twelve days, fourteen yeah. days in Hawaii, and you're mm-hmm. and you're having to just order room service. I mean, Mm-mm. now you know what, and I'll tell you. Remember when when your <clears throat> when your nephew tested or had COVID? He he had COVID, and turned out he got it from his grandmother. I don't. I definitely don't think it was my nephew. That yeah. would mean Sam's. No, your nephew is Brian's kids, and and well, uh, if Sam Alyssa's had kids, kids, what would they be to me? They'd be your niece and nephew as well. So Brian is my wait, cousin. Wait, Brian was your cousin. So be your second, second cousins. Cousin. Be your second cousin. Duh. Sorry. Duh. Sam's kids. Yeah, she didn't have any. Um. So anyway, turned out that he ended up, they found out that he got it from his grandmother and his grandmother and his father lived together and his father had taken off. It was over, I think, Thanksgiving weekend or a holiday or whatever. His father had taken off to go to Puerto Rico and found out when he got to Puerto Rico that his son had tested positive for COVID and he has some underlying health issues as well. And that was, you know, his concern was if I get sick, yeah, how do I get home? And on top of that, you know, you know, I got I'd rather be with my doctors at home. So he he turned around and flew right back. He didn't wait till he got sick. But that, you know, but that would be a problem. I mean, who wants to do that? And and I think that exposure really is like 3 to 5 days. This 14-day bullshit is, you know, I don't know anybody who's waited 14 days to get it. From when they, oh yeah, 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 I agree, I agree, I agree. Um, I mean, I think really, it's like I, I feel like five days, and you're, per, you know, you could probably be pretty assured that you're not getting it from your last trip to the grocery store. 
you know. Yeah, I would not want to. I would not want to be stranded in Hawaii. I would not want to be stranded in Mexico. Uh, uh, what were you saying? Puerto Rico would not want to be stranded in Puerto Rico. And yeah. and that's uh-huh. the thing is that you know it's it's like yeah you you you're like oh I want to get out I want to travel I want to do a trip or something but then you know you think about it and you think God like does that make sense and and you know you have to play devil's app well, I don't know I do in my head right where I'm like what if what if I got sick and and fuck how miserable is that going to be right. Well, and how, like you said, you go bankrupt paying for your hotel room and your food while yeah, like you're a, there. A, a, and a, Hawaii is really expensive. Right, I was going to say, so. like, you know, a $2,500 trip turns into, you know, what, a $7,000 trip? A $10,000 trip. You know? And you didn't even enjoy one single bit of it? You was in a fucking hotel room the whole time with no windows? No, with no windows and no uh, doors. No, you have windows, but they don't open. You don't get the fresh, the fresh air. Always my way. You know, yeah, no. you, you know where that's from? No. Really? Yeah. Seriously? No, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> no, I don't know. No. But the you're in the room and you, and and the the narrator is like the room with no windows and no doors. I urge you to find a way out. The haunted house. Yeah, look at, there you go. Look at you. You're so smart. You're such a look smart at me. mommy. It's been fucking years since um, I've been to Disneyland. All right, so really, really quickly, I want to tell a funny story. Well, not even a funny story, but just something that I don't dressing think, room. Yeah, dressing room. Something that I don't. And, think, I, and I have to say something too that I think is kind of interesting. But go ahead. All right, cool. We're getting, we're getting, we're nearing the hour mark here. So oh. uh, when we talk, we just, we, we just talk. We mother son, we have fun. Um. One thing I do not understand for the life of me, and maybe it makes sense to you, but it does not fucking make sense to me in any way, shape, or form. These malls are open, all right? Malls, department stores, clothing stores, retail stores, they're all open. But like nine out of 10, you walk in and they have giant signs that say, our fitting rooms are closed. Now, let's think about that for a second, okay? <laughs> and, we don't, and we don't do refunds, only store Well, no, no, no. So, no, they all, they all, they're all, yeah, you know, you can bring it back, you know, for a refund. But let's just think about that, okay? I could understand okay. if it was, we are going to limit how many people are in the fitting room, right? So maybe if there's 10 fitting room stalls, maybe you're letting three in and you're doing three stalls, uh, you know, uh, one every, you know, every third stall or something, right? Right. To me, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But you're telling me that you are going to, I need to buy. So like for, I had walked into like a, a clothing store the other day and they had these, these kind of cool pants. And I was like, oh, these would be kind of cool pants. Maybe to like wear to work or like a nice dinner or something. And I was either, I was either a small or a medium. And then they had like some cool uh, uh, sweatpants, like these really soft sweatpants. And I was like, oh, these are cool too. And I was like, held up the smalls and I'm like, God, I don't know how these are going to fit. So I pick them both up. I see, oh, fitting room's closed. And then I tried, and I, I had sweats on at the, at the time. So then I'm like, I wonder if I can just throw on these pants over my sweats in the middle of the store, right? So I take my shoes off and I put one leg in. I'm like, I, I'm not gonna be able to do this. So now what I had to do <laughs> is I have to buy, and I didn't do it, but what, I, what, what they're telling me, right, is now I need to buy one of, one each, of size, each size, right? So yeah. I'm gonna get like a small and a medium. Take yep. those home into my house. Into your COVID house. Into my COVID house, right? Where yeah. I've like, I'm, you know, showering, I'm coughing, I'm brushing my teeth, I'm taking poops. Like COVID is, you know, I mean, not right now, but like. <laughs> permeates, permeates COVID is permeating in here, right? <laughs> I'm having, you know, maybe I'm having people, maybe I'm one of the guys that's not taking COVID very serious and I'm having people yeah, come over all the time and now they're breathing. The so now yeah. this, these garments, 
right? They have my breath on them. They have, I've probably like sneezed in the room a couple of times. I probably pooped with the bathroom door open. So there's poop particles on, on the garments. And then I realize, oh, you know what? Actually, neither of them fit. So now I take my my <laughs> Josh my Josh DNA pants that I, that don't fit. I take them back, get a refund. Are they spraying? Are they disinfecting them? Or are they just taking those motherfuckers and putting them back out on the on the shelf? Wouldn't it be better for me to try them on in the dressing room where at least they can control the, who's coming in and going out? Well, and maybe I, they're spraying. I think, yeah, I would think they would have to spray the room between uses, I, I, and that's probably what they don't want to get into. I don't think they've thought the whole process out, though, because you're right. I mean, it's, you know, to me, and I'll tell you, like the grocery store, like, for instance, um, Ralph, so what did, what did I have to te- talk to this gal about? It seems to me that I ordered some groceries and um, and... I got some items that I didn't want. And, you know, and... And the thing is, is that if you get char if you don't get charged for them, you know, whatever. But if you get charged for them, then it's like, well, you know, because uh, sometimes they'll substitute things for you, and they they I usually say don't substitute. I don't want you to substitute because I don't know what you're going to pick out. So at one point, so they substituted a few things for me, and it's not what I wanted. And so I called the customer service people at Ralph's, and I talked to the gal. And she's like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and credit your account for, I couldn't even, I couldn't pull up a receipt is what it was. They changed it. They don't give you a a paper receipt anymore. It's in the computer. So in order to return something, you have to print up the receipt and then take it back and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, their customer service said, we're not really doing returns right now. So I'm going to credit your account with $10. And if you have a food bank or something like that, where you can donate food, just donate it or throw it away, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that kind of makes sense that they're not letting you return stuff, but everybody else is letting you return. Well, I've read, well, there are a lot of, com- they're like, I'd read stuff about Target and even Amazon in some cases where, you know, if you have something small that you bought and, and it doesn't make sense for them to take it back, they just like, look, we'll fucking give you a refund or we'll give you Amazon money and just fucking keep the, keep the thing, right? Whatever, right? But the clothes thing, you know, because cause, and, and we've had this happen, too, where like you'll go into like store A and they're like, hey, our fitting rooms are closed. Right. And it's like, all right, fine. And then like you walk down like the mall or, or whatever. And you walk into store B and you're like, hey, are you guys in fitting rooms open? And they're like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. You, can, you can use our fitting rooms. <laughs> and then in my head, I'm thinking, well, maybe I should just go buy some stuff from store A, take it to store B, try it on. And then and I don't have to go home, you know. Yeah, you could do that. I don't know. The whole thing, it just, it, it was something that struck me as like, this is really weird. I don't understand the logic behind it. And. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I don't think I'd want to be in store A or store B in their fitting rooms. I mean, cause I don't know who's been in there before me. Do you, you see what I'm saying? I mean, like when you go to, when you, you didn't go to Palm Springs, but when you made your reservation to go, they told you that they like closed the rooms off for you know, 24 hours and they only rent every other room. And do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, that they're doing something to sanitize their rooms, but what do you, what are the, you know, what's lady footlocker doing to sanitize their dressing rooms? I don't think lady footlocker has dressing rooms. 
do that? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I think you, I think it's a great it's the only store I could think of that, that <laughs> tells good. you how long I, I've been to a ball. Uh, right? I love me a good lady foot locker. <laughs> right. um, Sandy, what are you... Uh, Sandy, are, what, they, what's, are they around anymore? Uh, my mom, Sandy, what's the first shop you're going to, to do after, lady you, foot locker, after you get vaccinated? Please. Lady foot locker. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I mean, look, it makes sense, but I don't know. I just feel like you could get some, you know, maybe a fucking some Lysol. I don't know. I just feel like sending people home with the shit and then being like, bring them back if you don't like it for a refund. I don't know. I mean, because now maybe they like maybe they like bag it and put it in the back for like a week and then return it to I the floor. I fucking highly doubt that. Uh, well, I mean, are they got gloves on? I wouldn't want to be handling it. I wouldn't want to work in a store and have people bringing stuff back that now I have to handle. I bought something. I wonder if Target, I got three things to take back to Target. Do you think they'll just let me keep them? I would call them, give them a call to say, I've got some small items. And I said, I'll just fucking just keep them. I went to a store. I had to buy something the other day and I I was like, I'll buy it. And the guy was like, cash or or card. And I was like, I'm just going to pay with cash. And he he like put on like surgical gloves (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then like handed me a like a small like wait like a waiter tray like a waiter waitress tray to like yeah. put the money on like like the yeah. money like the money was covered in poison right so I put the money it's on got the, I put the money on the tray and then he like <laughs> picks it up like from like a crime scene you know yeah and yeah. then like puts it in the register and then like yeah. takes out my change and puts that on the the <laughs> the, the uh, tray and then like slides the tray towards me you know did you did you say where are my gloves. You should have said, where's my fucking gloves? And I don't I like, want to touch the I was money. like, well, I, don't, I don't want the change. I was like, I don't know what's going on in your fucking cash register drawer, you know? Really? Did you say that? Seriously? No, I didn't say that. No, I was like, oh. give me my money. You should have said, can I borrow a pair of gloves, please? Um, so I also I like, to... I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I also oh, like no. that, that same store, like I walked in and they have like a greeter at the front and the woman was just like, okay, so hey, you guys can come on in. Um, we asked that we just ask that you keep your mask on. And I was like, so don't take the mask off inside. <laughs> she was like, Oh no, is that okay? And I was like, well, I don't know if I said no, what would you, what, I mean, you know, really, what would you do to me? Would like, you forcibly exit, make me exit, put me in a headlock and throw me out in the mall? Right, I we- can't believe you're going to the mall for God's sake. <clears throat> I don't even know what that experience is like. I would like to, um, go to the mall with me. No, I just I have I have a pair of slippers I have to return to Macy's and I have three things I have to return to Target, and I I kind of feel like I I mean I'd like to get that done just because you know it kind of takes that stuff off my things to do list. Anyway, whatever it'll whatever. get done. Yeah, yeah whatever. All right, All so right. you said you had something you wanted to say, and then let's wrap this bad boy up. Um, well, I won't even go into it tonight. Well, we can talk about it next week. Is it like just a whole a thing? It's not just like a statement. It's like a whole thing, huh? Well, it's kind of a story, but oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah. No, we we'll, we'll do it next week. Oh, I, I, we did. We didn't mention the Super Bowl yesterday. You watched it, right? I did watch it. Yes. So I love the kicker on the um, <laughs> the kicker on the uh, New England's team. New England I, was definitely not in the Super Bowl. Not New England. Um, Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking New England because of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I don't even know what team he was on. Um, suck up. Mm, that's his last name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his Shows last you- name was suck up. I and I I'm going to tell you. I think it's S O C C O P. I believe that's pronounced suck up. 
No, that's how every time they said it on TV, I just cracked up. I thought it was so funny. Yeah, it was kind of, to be completely honest, it was kind of a, a boring game. Boring. I, I was yeah. kind of rooting for Kansas City, and th- they just didn't really have it together. And the minute that they kind of went down, you know, I was just like, no, eh, this is. Super Bowls are fun when it's when it's uh, kind of going back and forth. One team scores, the other team scores. One to- one team, you know, gets a field goal, the other team gets a field goal. Or, um, field goal? Kick? Kick punt? Yeah. A punt? Yeah. A punter? Um, field goal or, or a touchdown. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, but when, when, when like one team's ahead by like three touchdowns and then you kind of see the other team, you know, you're just like, oh, they're clearly playing like shit. That's when you're just like, okay, well, this isn't fun. I'm not having a good time. I thought the weekend, I thought the halftime show was great. I thought the, I liked the weekend. I think that he's, he's got some good hits. I don't think he's necessarily the most like, <laughs> I was going to say who the fuck is the guy. And on top of that, that's like I said to what's his name. I've never heard the music before, and none of it has a catchy tune that I'm going to be singing later on. I thought, yeah, I mean, he's got some hits, and he played the hits. I thought they were great. I mean, I just, I don't think that he is the most charismatic performer. Um, but uh, now, when those masks that they had on, they look like mummy masks. It was just, I don't know, it kind of gave me the creeps. You know, he put in seven million dollars of his own money to make the halftime show like what he envisioned. Well, nice that he has seven million to do that with, eh? Yeah. Uh, you see, little there was a rapper. I forget. I think little. Oh God, who was it? There was a rapper. He got a twenty-four million dollar diamond implanted into his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you want to rip him off, you've got to like cut it cut out his, of his cut forehead. His, cut his head off. Well, that was yeah. like the you know. I mean, the it's mean, but it's like you know. I was talking to my friend about this, and it was like, well, how quickly is he going to get shot? And just someone's gonna just decapitate them because they're gonna be like, I, I mean, know, right? just twenty-four million dollars, like holy shit! I mean, you don't even, you know, and you better fucking be careful where you where you travel to. I mean, I've, you know, I've heard when you travel in Europe and and uh, especially South America, you don't wear your fucking jewelry. How do you take that off your head? What do you cover it? Ugh. Put makeup on it. Good How on big you. is it? It's, is it fucking I mean, it's, huge? It's like the size of a thumb. <laughs> God, it's like a it's like a pinky pink purpley. Twenty-four thumb, million thumb-sized, twenty-four million-dollar jewel. So where did he get that? Where did he make? I mean, he made that kind of money from rapping. I don't know, some rapper guy. I mean, yeah. What a what a poor decision on how to spend your money on, don't you think? Like, like one like <laughs> when he's on like uh, VH1 behind the music in like thirty years, and they're like, so you know, little I forget his name. I need to look it up. They're like, so that um, so you lost it all. You know, he's got this like half half big the, hole in his yeah, forehead. Yeah, like, no, no, I was going to say like half the jewel, you know? And they're like, what's your biggest regret? He was like, I spent fucking $24 million on this stupid piece of jewelry for my forehead. Should have invested well, it. Could you imagine though if you, if you, um, if at some point you needed that money and you had to have it surgically removed so that you could cash it in? Oh, I just, I, I mean, then again, you'd be left with this big hole in your forehead. Maybe maybe you could get like a cubic zirconium or something, <laughs> a fake diamond to put in there. I just feel I know. Like, How do you know it's really 20, 23 million? Come on. That's what they say. Hold on. Let me see if it was. Yeah. Li- little, little Uzi. Little Uzi Vert. Little Uzi like a Uzi like a machine gun? Yeah. Little Uzi Vert got a $24 million pink diamond in his forehead. It's a 10, never- 10 carat diamond. I've never, um, I've never heard of this guy. Is he really? He's made more than twenty-four million, twenty-three million, whatever you said. Little Uzi Vert. 
<laughs> Uzi Vert. Okay, I'm impressed. I'm gonna check him out. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna duck, duck, go him. And it's crazy because like he's like he's like I mean he's like a handsome like he's like a handsome he's like a handsome dude like definitely has like some face tattoos that I probably would have gone gone without but like. He looks. I. I don't. I couldn't tell you his music, but like he looks charismatic and like fun. Looks like a fun, fun, nice guy. You know, twenty six. Yeah. Twenty six years old. He's only five four. That's also not. That's not good. That's not great. That's not good. Like if he was like six seven, really, and just like so he could, just, he could pull it off. Yeah, just like <laughs> six foot seven, like two fifty, just goes to the gym, like uh-huh. the, the gym every day and just is pumping iron. Like you know, Gronkowski. someone's like, hey, little Uzi Vert, give me that, give me that twenty four million dollars. He's like, I will fucking yeah, kill I'll you. Yeah, I'll fight you, you know? kill you over this fucking 24 million mm. pink diamond in my forehead okay well i you know hopefully that's not you know all he ever earns in his life he's pretty young to spend that kind of money on a piece of jewelry that you have surgically implanted on top of that is it all healed over do you actually see a picture because how do you know his like skin's not going to like reject it or something remember how you like you guys when you got some of your piercings you got those funky weird things going on yeah i mean like on like lip piercings you get those what are they called keloids yeah it's a keloid yeah i'm sending you a photo uh yeah well that's different but um yeah i just i can't did you get did you get i sent you a photo did you get it uh did did you get it did i get it did i get it you see do you see the pink diamond what if that was the the side effect from the vaccine? Is your forehead grew a diamond? I mean, that's not even attractive. No offense, but that, I mean, that's pretty fucking ugly. He's got some white fucking teeth, though. Doesn't I mean, he? he's like he's like a handsome dude. I mean, again, I'm not I'm not big on face tattoos, but like he's a handsome dude, you know. Uh, speaking of handsome dudes, I um I told you today, and I'll tell our audience that I did watch The Undoing, and it was quite good. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did tell me that. I you- have, yeah, I have to text my friend Ellie and let her know that um I really enjoyed it. All right, so no spo- to- no spoilers, but you liked it, you enjoyed it, you kept, uh, I kept will, guessing. I will say you binged this. it. You binged I, it. Five episodes. I binged it. Yes, I watched the first episode. What's his name? And then Saturday night, I watched five episodes straight. I mean, there were, you know, there were some endings and you'll, you'll know, you'll know the white ending. It's just like, wait, I can't wait another week to see this. You know, this is, I've got to find out, but I will say this. I don't get what the the big deal with the helicopters in New York is like, it just seemed like they use helicopters a lot. I mean, like the police chief arrives in the car, but they take the criminal in the helicopter. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. It's like, well, you know, what they're like upstate New York. What's the big deal? I don't know. Maybe it's far by car. Maybe they don't want to inconvenience the prisoner. That's true. That could be a that could be a thing. Anyway, it was, it was good. But what was the what was the, I know you said? So the I suggested attendant. I see I, sh- I suggested two shows to you. One was the, called the the flight attendant, which is a newer show on HBO. Eight episodes. I watched it. Loved it. Thought it was great. Uh, definitely has some funny moments. And then the other show is probably from about four years ago, five years ago. I think it was 2016, maybe 2017, but it was called The Night Of. Uh, that was also on HBO. Um, there was also a really good show called The Outsider, which is a little bit darker. I think it's based off a Stephen King book. Um, and I think that was, I think that was eight episodes as well. HBO has been on a roll the last few years with some really good, like original series type stuff um, and stuff that, 
same thing that you kind of felt during the undoing where it was like, oh my God, I just got to watch. Like when I was watching The Outsider and that was on 2019 was when that came out. And I mean, I was just like, I mean, I like my palms were like sweating. Like I was just like, oh my God, this is too, this is intense. What the, and then like the episode would end and I'm is like, is it like, is it the same, is it the, is it the same type of thing as The Undoing or is it like horror? No, I don't the, like horror it's not films. horror. It's um, The Outsider felt like almost kind of like a like a true crime, like a true detective kind of like true crime show. True Detective is actually another one that, that was really great on HBO as well with Matthew McConaughey and um, Woody Harrelson, which was fucking fantastic. Season one was great. But it was almost kind of like a true detective meets like The X-Files. It, it doesn't have like, like, you know, like The X-Files like wasn't, like the X Files is not horror, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. that's kind of how the Outsider felt. The Outsider never felt like horror, whereas like say like, you know, um, Stephen King's It or uh, I'm trying to th- you know stuff like that. It's like that's that's horror, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. This definitely felt more X Filey. Um, but there was one there was one episode in particular. I mean, it ended, and I mean. Like I had to like, like my hands, I had to wipe my hands on my pants because they were just sweating. Like I was just like, that was in fucking tense. Like, holy <laughs> shit. You know, like I was well, like. I, I write it down. I wrote down the night of and outside. I could never remember the night of and the flight attendant. I know that. And True Detective, um, write down True Detective because that was, True Detective season one was uh, pretty incredible. That's um, two detectives that go back and. Re- kind of don't they don't revisit a crime but they revisit the um it like goes back in time to show you where when is that you said there was going to be a special on um mm, february, 10th. Alyssa Lam- february 10th february 10th on netflix yes oh do i have netflix i think you have everything yeah yeah i think you do i think you do well that's coming up that's like wednesday Okay, well, I got to stop by tomorrow, so I'll, I'll make sure that you're you're all set, you're all ready to go. How do you know that it, that's? I mean, do you get like notices from Netflix? No, there was like something I saw that they had posted. And they were like, oh, the you know the mystery at the Cecil Hotel or something, or the the curse of the Cecil Hotel, Alyssa Lamb, Alisa Lamb, Eliza, yeah. Eliza. Um, so yeah, there was something that came up. So yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Well, we we'll have to check it out tomorrow. Yeah, and then I'll queue up all the other shows so that you don't have to search for them. You can just kind of they're just right there. Um, all right, let's uh, let's let's get off this. All right, you're getting vaccinated tomorrow. Um, I'm obviously going to see you in the morning, but just for the sake of the the podcast, uh, for the I, listeners out there, if you don't hear from me next week, then you'll know that I had a bad reaction, anaphylactic shock. I think you're going to be a okay, and uh, as everyone is listening to this on Tuesday morning. You know, send some some good vibes to Sandy for her first dose of the. I'll uh, even take prayers for the Pfizer uh, the Pfizer vaccine. The Pfizer vaccine. And, I know. Uh, now that now, now I'm you know like really paranoid about the second one. Fuck. Now you got three weeks to think about it. Yeah. Um, thanks. That's perfect. All right. Give I us. Love give. Oh. Oh. Sorry. I almost forgot this. You guys need to get a hold of us. No one ever does. But if you guys need to get a hold of us, you guys can. Oh. Oh. I did want to say something really quickly. Oh. This. I knew I was gonna forget. I knew I was gonna forget. Fuck. See. I'm just. Uh, Rodman texted me last yes. week yes. because we had talked about um, the whole Cecil Hotel. This is, this is why I remember this. And he, and there was a, a show on FX called American Horror Story. And they had a season called American Horror Story Hotel. 
And so he te- and so he texted me and he said, "Have you seen the American Horror Story season based on the Cecil Hotel?" Now I don't know Rodman if the whole if the whole season was based on the Cecil Hotel. Maybe it was. Maybe you know more than I do about that. But I was very excited because season one of American Horror Story, actually season one, two, and three, were all very good. And I remember thinking, "Oh my God, they're going to do a hotel!" Like, and in my head, I was like, "Man, this is going to be this is going to be great. This is going to be like creepy." Is it is it real horror stuff? Or it's like it yeah, like, scary. Like, or the, is it like Cecil Hotel stuff? No, like it's like they basically like the. So I'll get into it for in a second. But like the first season is about like a ho- a house with, with like all these different like spirits that like live in the house, and this family moves in, and like the spirits like. Are these true stories? No, it's it's no, it's was it fiction? Nonfiction? Fiction. 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 No, nonfiction um, would be true. Yeah. So it's all, you know, it's 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 a TV show. It's like a drama. You know, it's a drama yeah. drama with, you know, horror elements. So I was excited when they announced, you know, a few years back. They were like, oh, join us for, you know, fucking whatever, season six or whatever, American Horror Story uh hotel. And I was like, Oh my god, this is gonna be great. And I was so excited and I remember, you know, watching the 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 first the premiere episode of it. And I was just like, man, this is going to be so cool. It's going to be like an old hotel. Like I love like the old creepy Hollywood hotels or like the old hotels in like the middle of nowhere, right? Like the 19, I don't know, 1920s, right? It was like, ooh, this is creepy, right? So the fucking show then, starts. Yeah. And it's, so So my response to Rodman was, you know, I, I saw it. I watched like, I think one or two episodes, absolutely hated it, had to turn it off. And he goes, oh, dude, because that's my favorite season. And he goes, well, then fuck your recommendation about in and of itself on Hulu, which was my friend, my friend Derek uh, did that magic show thing. Anyway, long story short, American Horror Story Hotel, it starts, the opening scene is, and it's like present day, it's like present day Los Angeles. The opening scene is two women, they're like foreign exchange students or, and they come over and they, they get a room. They go up to their room. They're so excited. They're giggling. They're fucking checking their cell phones or whatever. And they hear like a noise in like the mattress. Sorry, spoilers coming for this. They hear like a noise like coming from the bed or the mattress. And then they're like, don't pay any attention. They're like looking out the window. They're like, oh my God, look at the, look at the seat, look at the view, you know, all the LA Hollywood scenery. It's so great. And then they keep hearing this noise and they pull back the fucking covers and the sheets. And there is like a man in the mattress and he's like crawling like out of the mattress, right? He like looks like he's like a zombie or something, right? And he's like crawling out of the mattress. And they go down and they like run out of the room and they run downstairs. I'm like, okay, here we go. They're going to call the police, the police. They go downstairs to the front desk and they're like, I'm sorry, we need another room. And I was like, wait, what? You need another room? You There's a man living inside the mattress of this hotel and you're going to just get another room? Not a fucking chance. <laughs> like, what? Uh, that doesn't sound great to me, but... Like, I've I've left hotels just because, like, I'm like, oh, the mini bar doesn't have any fucking alcohol. It doesn't have the Sour Patch Kids. I'm not staying here. I've there checked out and gone to the hotel across the street. You have a there man living in the mattress and you're just like, I need another room? Well, you don't want to invade his space, do you? I mean, you really, you can't stay there, but I mean, you would tell somebody, right? I would like, call, I, the, like I would I need call another the police. Room because, I, I need another room because there's a man living in my mattress. There's a half, half dead, half alive man in the mattress who's clawing, clawing his way out of the mattress. I don't know. This seems a little odd, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, yeah. I've, I've stayed in hotels where there was like a toothbrush left on the sink, and I go back to the front desk, and I'm like, hey, look, sorry, I, I, I need another room, you know? Yeah. It's for a fucking well, you toothbrush. Were, you're, you're a little picky. This is a man. By the way, the guy's name is Ryan Suckup. It's S-U-C-C-O-P. He's the place kicker for the uh, for the Buccaneers for Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. But every, I, I mean, I can't believe you didn't. I mean, every time the announcers would, you know, because he'd go out and kick the field goals, and every time the announcers would, um, say, you know, oh, they're gonna send suck up out. <laughs> it's just funny to me. It's like it's just a funny name. I can't imagine going through life with that with that name, especially through school, grade school. Especially suck up, fuck and, up. And you haven't you even know? you haven't told everyone that your your real name is actually Handy. It's not even Sandy. I know it's handy, 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 handy. Uh, so anyway, I Rod- mean, yeah, you got to be careful. Anyway, so Rodman, so Rodman, was- American American Horror Story, uh, the the season, the hotel season sucked. Sorry, love you to pieces, watch, but watch the Undoing and see. Yeah, what watch you think, the Undoing. Watch the Outsider on HBO. You know, uh, we can go to we can go to bat about season one through three of American Horror Story. I thought those were great, and after that, it was all fucking downhill. So sorry, sorry, buddy. But I wanted to get that in because that was a text literally right <laughs> we- after. We we could have just lost our our only. I know listener. he's like he's like well fuck them. Fuck you know? them. Now we're just down yeah, to my cousin Brian. Who man. fucking knows what he does for a living? If you guys need to get a hold of us, you guys can check us out on Instagram at my mom Sandy Podcast. You guys can email us, um, uh, my Sandy Podcast at gmail dot com. Or if you have my cell number, you can just text me directly, and I'll talk about it on the podcast. Rodman, I'm looking at you, buddy. Uh, my cousin Brian, and. Um, yeah, that's all I got. We got yeah, a new episode so every I'm, Tuesday. I'm really, so- I'm really sorry that we don't that we have different political views. Political Thank you, opinions. I appreciate it. But I still love you. I still love you as well. Thank you. So uh, yeah, we'll talk to everybody next week, unless I go into anaphylactic shock or die. You never know. And if I do, you know what? Don't let that stop you from getting the vaccine. Yeah, what a way to sake. what a way to end this episode, huh? I know. I know. Why don't Why aren't you just coming and video and uh, you're like taping? You're like, this Bro, whole if I thing get anaphylactic shock or die, all right, very good. You should You should come. You should come tomorrow. And they're not going to let me in. They're not going to let me in with and you. Film the whole fucking. Yeah, we have an end. They're not going to let me. in. There's a hundred percent chance they're not going to let me. It's in. my mom, Sandy podcast filming. Could you imagine? I I, gonna, I go and I'm like, so do you guys have any uh. Have any extra fucking vaccines back there? You have any uh, lollipops for after I get my shot? I don't want the lollipop. <laughs> All right, wrap it up. All right, very good.